Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. As we begin a new sermon series today, it's another one of those pictures that runs through the Bible. The picture of God and of Jesus as our shepherd. As we take a look today at Psalm 23 verse 1, we'll see that that Jesus provides contentment as we live our lives in this world. We'll take a look over the next few weeks at Psalm 23. Psalm 23 is one of the most well-known, one of the most loved, one of the most comforting, one of the most often quoted portions of the Bible. It paints a picture of our Savior that is truly remarkable and beautiful. I'm not going to be able to tell you something more beautiful or better than what the psalm already says, but my prayer is this. As we dive a little bit deeper into each of these verses of Psalm 23, God will bring even more blessings into our lives through that study of this psalm. Today we're going to look at chapter 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. We'll see that it's Jesus who is our contentment. Maybe you've heard this story before. It was printed originally in a devotional called Our Daily Bread several years ago. It's the story of an entrepreneur, a businessman, who was walking along the shoreline one day when he saw a fisherman lazily sitting by his boat. Why aren't you out there fishing? He asked the man. The fisherman answered, because I already caught all the fish that I need. Why don't you go out and catch more fish, the businessman said. Why would I want to do that, asked the fisherman. Well, if you caught more fish, then you could sell them, and then maybe you could buy a a bigger boat and, and catch even more fish, and then you could sell those, and then maybe you could buy nets and buy a whole fleet of boats, and you could catch more fish, make more money, you could become rich. The fisherman said, Then what would I do? The answer came back pretty quickly from the businessman. Well, of course, then you could sit back and take life easy, right? To which the fisherman replied, that's what I'm doing right now. It's a clever story, isn't it? It's a clever story that illustrates a very important truth, how elusive contentment truly is. In our pursuit of happiness, we are always looking for the next thing, striving for something else that we think will make our lives better. When all along, everything that we need is right where we are at. That's the truth that we want to take from Psalm 23 verse 1. All that we need is found in our Savior Jesus. He, as our good shepherd, is our contentment. And even in this short verse, there are two things that we can pick out of the verse. That Jesus is our contentment first because of who he is. And then secondly, because of what he provides. The Lord is my shepherd, the psalm starts. It's a psalm of King David. And I think you all know that that before King David was anointed king, he served, he was employed, he was a family shepherd. He knew what it took to be a good shepherd. He knew the characteristics that a shepherd needed to bring. He knew the protection and care that went into taking and watching the sheep. 
David, when he was about to take on Goliath, even told King Saul that he had once killed a lion and a bear in his effort to protect the sheep. David was willing to put his own life at risk so that his sheep would survive. That's what makes a good shepherd. Can you almost see David's mind working as he writes the words of this psalm? Well, I know what it's like to be a shepherd to my sheep, so, so who is my shepherd? And David has only one conclusion. The Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. If you were to look at our English Bibles and the way that they're printed, you would notice that that word Lord is written in all capital letters. It is a special name for God in the Old Testament that is often referred to as Yahweh or Jehovah. What does that name mean? Well, it means that our God is changeless. And because God is changeless, he is always faithful to every single one of his promises. Jesus picked up on this very thought that God is the Yahweh, the I am, when he said in John chapter 10, I am the good shepherd. And what made Jesus the good shepherd? He laid down his life for the sheep. That's what we have in Jesus, one who gave up his very life so that you and I could live. We know our contentment because of who Jesus is, our good shepherd and our savior, our protector. Recently, my family and I had a chance to, to go to Columbus, Ohio, and while we were there, we visited the Columbus Zoo. It's a pretty amazing zoo for uh, that city. And one of the features of the Columbus Zoo is a stingray petting pool. Yes, I actually got to roll up my sleeve and stick it into a pool of stingrays. Right there is the picture. Not of me, but that's exactly what happened. And the stingrays amazingly come up to you. They bump your, their hand with their noses and then they let you simply pet them. It's pretty incredible. But I found something even more incredible than that. This pool was fairly large, and yet one of the workers there was calling each one of those stingrays, probably 50-plus stingrays in that pool, she was calling each one of them by name. I was truly amazed how in the world, when they swim all over the place, can you know, and to me they looked exactly the same, how can you know every single one of their names? And then I thought about the word that I intentionally skipped over in those first four words of David's psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. God, our Savior, is a personal God. He loves you, individual. Yes, he loves us all, but, but he loves each one of us. He knows us. He knows our names and he knows exactly what we need and how to provide it. In John chapter 10, Jesus said it this way, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Yes, our Savior Jesus, our good shepherd, knows each one of us by name and knows how best to provide our needs. That's the second half of the psalm, isn't it? We can be content because of our good shepherd, because of what he provides. David simply says it this way, I lack nothing. Maybe you remember an older version of the psalm that was translated this way, I shall not be in want. With Jesus as our good shepherd, we have no lack of blessings, no lack of love, 
It comes every single day over and over and over again. The original Hebrew word is pretty interesting there. The idea of not lacking something, it is brought up again in a passage in 1 Kings when Elijah goes to the widow at Zarephath to escape the famine. And God makes a promise through Elijah to the woman there that her jug of oil and her jar of flour would not run out. Literally, they would not lack. They would not run dry. Isn't that a beautiful picture of God's blessings to you and me? They will never dry up. Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday and today and forever, continues to pour his blessings into your life and mine. It starts with our daily bread. It's what Jesus taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer. Give us today our daily bread. Each day, God gives us what we need for that day. Maybe that's where we should pause and think a little bit about why we struggle so much with contentment. Could it be because we so often confuse what we need with what we want? Instead of thanksgiving for the things that we do have, we are always looking ahead to something else, thinking that some other thing will bring joy and happiness to our lives. Some other situation, some other blessing, that's what we really need and then we can truly be happy. Do you see how that causes our discontent? When we're always looking to the next thing instead of thinking of what we do have, it's impossible to be content. Here's the struggle. Our discontent really is a slap in the face to God, isn't it? Aren't we really saying to God, you haven't given me enough? You don't know what I truly need when God absolutely does. Consider this. There is no greater blessing that God could give to you or to me than what he's already given in our good shepherd Jesus. The one who laid down his life for us, the sheep, has provided for us a spiritual blessings that simply can't be measured. We have the forgiveness of sins. We're forgiven of all of our sins of discontent and every other sin as well. And Jesus laying down his life gives us life eternal life with him in heaven. It stands to reason, doesn't it, if God gave us that huge gift, the huge gift of offering up his own son as our good shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep, then there's no reason for us to worry. We have no worries because God promises that he's going to give us food and clothing. He's going to take care of our day-to-day needs. We have a promise from God that he will never leave us or forsake us as we read earlier in Hebrews 13. That's what brings us contentment. The only way to truly be content is to see the blessings of God, to let our hearts be filled because grateful hearts live grateful lives. So think about Jesus as your good shepherd. Remember what he did as he laid down his life for us. Remember what he provides for us and the forgiveness of sins. Remember that through your Savior, you have life, eternal life with him. And then consider, consider the blessings that you do have. Count the blessings that God has poured into your life and forget about the things that you don't have. And that will strengthen us with God's strength to find that contentment in our hearts. The Apostle Paul let us in on a secret of how to find contentment in his life. He wrote these words in Philippians chapter 4. 
I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry. Here's his secret. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Isn't that amazing attitude that the Apostle Paul had? Whatever situation he found himself in life, he found contentment in the fact that the strength of God and the blessings of God would get him through each day. Whether living in plenty or in want, the Apostle Paul knew his God was with him. His good shepherd was watching over him. Some takeaways from our sermon today. Number one, Jesus is our good shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep. There is no greater love that can be demonstrated than giving up one's life, which is exactly what Jesus did for you and for me. Number two, our good shepherd provides for our earthly and spiritual needs, so we need not worry. God promises that food and clothing will be provided for us. He promises to watch over us and to guide us to our eternal life. We truly lack nothing. Then finally, number three, we live with contentment because we know who leads us and we know where he is leading. Yes, our good shepherd leads us to our eternal home with him forever in heaven. An author by the name of Robert Ketchum in his book, I Shall Not Want, recounts the story of a young girl in Sunday school. He says she was about four or five years old and the teacher was with the large group of Sunday school students and said, now who of my students can stand up and recite the 23rd Psalm? This little girl raised her hand that, that she could do it. And of course, her teacher was a little bit skeptical. She was so young. Could she really know all of the words of the 23rd Psalm? But she called on her anyway. And the girl stood up and cleared her throat a little bit. And then she said this, The Lord is my shepherd and that's all that I want. She sat down and people were stunned. She might have missed a couple of verses of Psalm 23, but she didn't miss the meaning of Psalm 23, did she? She didn't miss the fact that all that we want and all that we need is found in Jesus. And that truth is for us to take home with us today as well. All I want, all I need is found in my Savior Jesus. He, Jesus, as our good shepherd, is our contentment. And he's leading us to springs of eternal life. There's no greater blessing than that. What else do we need? Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.